2: Welcome to Smart Muslimer podcast. Inshallah, if you find this podcast episode useful, please subscribe and tell your friends and family about Smart Muslimer. Also, good news, I have a newsletter and that's how we can stay in touch. To subscribe, please go to smartmuslima.com. Details are also in the podcast notes. In the newsletter, I'll be sharing my book recommendations, productivity tips and online courses that I've created and also information about a new book that I'm writing called Smart Single Muslimer. Inshallah, it will help you to transform the way you approach love and relationships. My name is Farhad Amin, I'm your host and in today's episode I'm speaking to um, Sister Zakia Ali. She is she lives in America and she has a website called muslimmommy.com Mommy, and it's an online resource for muslimers and mums who want to feel supported and live a life that's less stressful and overwhelming. The goal is to present spiritual and practical advice to live with and to live with more intention, be mindful and focus on being healthy um, physically, mentally, and emotionally. So now I invited Zakia on today because alhamdulillah, me and Zakia have had discussions about the topic of marriage previously, and I just found um alhamdulillah, have experience and the wisdom that she has on this topic um, would be really beneficial for you guys to to hear as well. So assalamu Alaikum, Zakia.
3: Walaikum Salaam, dear Farah. Thank you so much for your compliments. I hope oh, I'm alhamdulillah. Of them.
2: How are you? How's your day been so far?
3: Oh, alhamdulillah. It's definitely been a change since all the homeschooling has uh, occurred with uh, the corona and all my kids are back at home. So it's challenging, but alhamdulillah, you know, there's so many things that we are grateful for and especially just having our good health, you know, that's mm-hmm. just never think I'll lay enough for that so you always look at the good times
2: yeah yeah you're right it's uh, I know because back here in the UK their um, schools have started and um, I think a lot of mums that it's, it's been quite a relief for them actually that they no longer have to homeschool but but you're still having to do that in the US
3: yeah well some of the schools are slowly opening next month but I think at this point the first semester at least which will be till December which is going to be doing that. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I think it's just like you wanted to have this podcast and I had to literally come into the closet. Oh, okay. <laughs> I of doors, so I don't get any background noises, so stuff like that. <laughs> that right. For granted.
2: Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, we've been wanting to do this for a while, isn't it? Um, so Alhamdulillah, we've uh, we've got yeah. the chance now. Um, and so, um, so really this season of, of my podcast, I am concentrating on love marriage and relationships and um it's interesting that you know previously when we've spoken about um uh you know just how the views that muslim us as muslims we hold about marriage and so um what i wanted to start off with really was um kind of like mashallah how many you've you've been married it's it's been mashallah quite a number of years that you've been married and um would you say that prior to getting married, that what would, how would you describe the expectations that you had of
3: marriage? Yeah, I mean, alhamdulillah, it's going to be two decades now. And I think oh, that, um, even though I was in my 20s, early 20s, I think my brain was maybe like a 17-year-old because I, um, I grew up on the Disney fairy tales. I, my mom was a romantic, so she would always take me and my sister to watch those princess movies and, um, not blaming that in any way, but I just, I did think of, you know, my husband's going to come save my day kind of thing. And, Mm -hmm. you know, being with your husband, it gives you happiness. You know, I think there's a fulfillment, um, in marriage, but it's not just so black and white. And then even though I saw bad marriages around me, I always thought that, you know, my marriage is going to be special. And, I never thought about the challenges that you face and what kids bring into the marriage. You know, we don't see that. It's almost like no one tells us this. Mm
2: -hmm. So I
3: think most women go into that mindset and we, I think it's the same thing with having children. You just don't know what to expect. So you're going to these, you go into marriage, you're going to parenthood with notions. And they so far from the the reality of it. So, you know, just, I I think it was very naive and I thought my husband would always think of me and want to be with me. If he truly loved me, um, I had such a, uh, I'd say distorted view of what love is. I didn't think about the nature of a man or try to understand the male psyche and how a man thinks and how he acts. And I just assumed that the way I thought, uh, was how my husband was thinking. So for example, I felt guilty about something or or my conscience came up about something. I just expected my husband to feel the same way and it would be baffling to me when he wouldn't. And so Mm -hmm. I just feel like it was such a narrow uh, minded and limited way of thinking. And it caused a lot of misunderstandings. And I think that's where the arguments really stem from. Mm
2: -hmm. So
3: um, I felt that I knew, um, I I felt like I, I, I felt like, Sorry, my, my watch, I uh, thought I was asking it a question. Oh, <laughs> wow, you got one those high tech uh, watches. <laughs> okay, that's, I always tell my husband that's my jewelry because I like picking stuff. <laughs> right? So as I was saying that, you know, I think we sort of know, we think we know how to please our husbands. Like we think it's about doing things for them. We know that we need to be loyal and faithful, make his favorite meals, you know, raise the kids. But you never realize there's another element of marriage that no one explains to you as a young girl. And there's this, there's almost a thin line between babying your husband like his mother mm-hmm. and actually being his partner and spoiling him like a wife. So I had to learn the difference because I think it really impacts the intimacy between a husband and a wife, the way you treat him. Mm-hmm. I, I think you really hit the
2: nail on the head with them. Um, I'm trying to think, and I don't, maybe, maybe I'm wrong, um, but I don't think there is enough education or even, I don't training. I don't know if training is the word for prior to getting married, what to expect from marriage, you know, and in an Islamic context Mm -hmm. that um, everyone, what's good is as a community and as families, we want everyone to get married. Everyone knows that, yeah, you have to get married and that's what we do. But, um, sitting down and thinking and you know that what is married life going to be like even and especially okay practically yeah we know what things are going to happen but what you're saying about how we should um like how a man thinks how a woman thinks how we should think about our husband how our husbands should think about us uh i'm i i wasn't given any of that um you know we do read hadith and ayah that's good um but yeah it's um I think you're, right and I wonder, why do you think we don't? Um Why do you think that doesn't happen?
3: I honestly, I don't know, because mm. I, I I used to wonder about this myself. Like, I mm. thought, okay, you know, I guess we think our mother should teach us about yeah. it. But I think if your mother herself didn't understand and she never figured it out, because I, I had an aunt in my life and she was really smart. Like, you could see she knew... What a man needs and how to treat him and bring out the best in him and my mom was the type she was alhamdulillah she was just somebody who didn't like to be controlled and she would maybe just say things to my dad in a way that would bring out the worst in him So mm-hmm. they arguing and i think she blamed him and then i saw that as they just had like a difficult marriage but mm-hmm. they actually loved each other very much there was just a lot of miscommunication so I think to myself, was she supposed to tell me and teach me if she didn't think it out herself? Yes.
2: Yeah. So and you're right. Like, yeah. Yeah.
3: And then if you think about it, like around, I don't see a lot of thriving marriages and women, and I call them smart women because they know how to, it's like they, you know, they say, um, there's so many sayings to it and now I can think of one, but it's like, you're almost like running your home, but um, behind the scenes um in a very gentle way and you are you have a lot of power as a woman and as a wife but you if you don't use it wisely you're going to be doing more damage than good in your life and with your family it should be a a beautiful thing not a manipulative thing you know
2: Mm. yeah like if you think about it women where um you know as far as role models or even what we're encouraged to become if you think of the kind of goals and aspirations given to young women it's um The idea of a wife wife isn't an aspiration. You know, okay, a career and job, education, which are all permitted in Islam, so no, that's fine. But as far as how to be a good wife, what you should do, um, what qualities you should have, you know, even encouraging those qualities. um, Like, it's funny, nowadays, I see, uh, and I I see this a lot, that um, young girls, the the, uh, mums, and again, I may be wrong, but um, they're not even as many. They're not teaching their girls how to cook. They'll say, "No, you should study because you need to um, get go to university and you need to have a career." But the idea of teaching home skills—that's less important. Um, so cooking, cleaning—you know, just the basics of taking care of a home, of what a wife would do—that is that isn't given priority. Um, and again, so you see, it's because again, becoming a wife ultimately that isn't seen as um, something that you need to get some training and, and nur- you need to
3: nurture that. Um, that's the meaning now to do that. when In actual fact, that's all acts of charity that you do for your family. And, and you know, if you're going to consider it as, I don't need to do this, I don't need to cook, I don't need to clean. Mm. You're going to have a lot of troubles in your marriage because at the end of the day, men are men and women are women and we create it differently. And if you're not going to accept that and you want to constantly go against the grain, then you are going to have a lot of marriage problems and maybe you are going to be alone. It's just a mm-hmm. reality. And I think we need to stop being told these lies, you know, that you don't have to do this and you don't have to do that. There's certain things that, you know, men excel in and women excel in and they, women are better nurturers. They better take caretakers of the home. It's without a doubt. I mean, mm-hmm. just look at the professions women are in. Majority are teachers, majority are nurses. You get the few exceptions. But in yeah. the, the end of the day, that's our personality. That's how we're created to be caretakers and nurturers of the home and the children.
2: Mm-hmm. So,
3: you know, when you stop fighting that, you find more joy in those acts, and you stop taking it like I'm being oppressed, kind of thing. You know, it's just a mindset again. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, that's um. Uh, it's it's interesting because when we think about ultimately, like okay, we as as women we have a choice that okay do we um you know even you could say we have a choice do we even get married at the end day okay some people like people say it's not obligatory to get married in islam you know it's it's our choice okay that's fine but then it does go back to okay if as we're not just women we're muslim women and so are we going to take um our guidance and what will make give us a happy life are we going to take that from our creator who created us who knows what what will suit us best and our world you know what role we should have in life Allah's given us that role and the question is are we going to embrace it wholeheartedly or are we like you're saying are we going to rally against it and think no I don't want to I'm going to do it my way um you know and if you're going to do it your way then don't expect to get the tranquility that Allah promises us when we we you know when you know when you, the Ayah and Hadith about marriage, it always talks about tranquility and happiness. And uh, it's, you know, the Hadith are so beautiful, but it's not just going to come with like, um, like, okay, yeah, here's one of them. Surah Rum, that Surah 30, Ayah 21. Among his signs is that he created for you mates from yourselves that you may find tranquility in them. And he placed between you love and mercy verily in that are signs for people who give thought um you know so that's if we want the tranquility we have to follow Allah's guidance it won't come just like by magic yeah nothing worthwhile is easy they say yeah um so then what did so um like how would you as a wife do you describe yourself as a traditional wife now
3: yeah there's this um I guess it's a hashtag or I don't know what you call it nowadays, but it is, they call it them the trad wives. And there's a very bad connotation to it. And some people actually say, oh, that's roots from prejudice. It has prejudice roots. But Mm -hmm. whatever the case may be, there doesn't seem to be a better word that other women are using. So there's a few women I follow and I have to look them under trad wives because they are considered the, um, go against the grain, women who it's almost like a movement it's become like oh you are different you know because now you've you've chosen to be a homemaker and you've chosen to say my husband's not the bad guy i actually you know think he's somebody i respect you know it, it's become something very unpopular mm-hmm. so i would say i i think uh, as muslim women you can be whatever you want But as long as you've got your other things done, like as long as you are doing your part in raising the children and seeing that your home is thriving, then you can do as much as you want. But then of course you have to do it smartly. If like for example, I have six kids and you, you know, you have less kids, Mm -hmm. then we have different you might have, you know, something else you could take on your plate that I can. I have to understand. We have to adjust. We cannot Mm -hmm. compare ourselves to another mother or another wife. It's just Impossible. So I think mm-hmm. we tend to do that. We we make you know if we just stop thinking black and white, and just look at our situations as individual situations, and then take it from there, we'll be just so much happier. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting what you're saying about so the chad wife.
2: That's um uh, uh that's like a label amongst non-Muslim women. So that so what so what they're saying is that they rather than um that they're saying that yeah we are rather than the very um you know nowadays it's. The popular idea is that you have, um, in a marriage, um, men and women should be completely equal. They should have equal roles. They can do the same thing. They should share chores and responsibilities. So, so women, these you know, non Muslim women, they're, they're saying what? How are they, what is their view?
1: Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter.
3: You mean as far as um, the ch- as ch- I, ch- it, the
2: Chad wives? Yeah, what are they saying? I,
3: honestly, when I hear it for it, it literally sounds like being a Muslim woman. Mm-hmm. It, it, to me, it has a lot of similarities, and you know, I I mean, you can see in everything nowadays. There is um, like look at the health industry. So many things that they're promoting now is what the Prophet used to do mm-hmm. as a student. And mm-hmm. so it's the same thing now. Every time you get these movements. They come up with, we as Muslims already had that, but we just don't take it seriously until somebody makes it in fashion.
2: Mm-hmm. So
3: it's the same thing with the trad wife movement. When I see it and I, and I follow it, to me, it's, I'm following it because based on the same guidelines that Islam tells us, mm-hmm. you know, it's very compassionate. And when I listen to that, I actually feel as, th- this is the answer to my problems as a woman. I feel like connected to those women where I mm-hmm. don't feel connected to the new modern age feminist kind of movements, I feel like it's it's it makes you feel um it doesn't make you feel good it makes you feel like you're in a fight
2: mm-hmm.
3: in, who wants to be like that when you're a mother and a wife you want support mm-hmm. so I feel yeah that's the be- best way to explain it because you know, so, so yeah so so they're basically
2: embracing and being content with being a wife taking care of their husband taking care of the home taking care of the kids it, they, they lo- love doing that role
3: yeah and they're not saying i love cleaning my house oh I mean, right? yeah <laughs> you're not being unrealistic they're mm. saying that let me not be uh, criticized because i want to be a good wife i mm-hmm. want to stay at home instead of have a career don't criticize me uh-huh. Give me the same rights as you do to a woman who makes a choice to go work outside, or to a woman who wants, who says, okay, I want to have I I don't want to clean and cook and stuff. But why is it this one-sided? When you cho- choose that way, you you called names, like you oppressed and you backward yes. and traditional. Why? So they they promote like, let us be who we are and and leave us alone in peace. But mm. they get criticize so much and that that always gives me a pause because I say if, why are people trying to stop them if it was so innocent anything
2: mm, yeah if
3: their agenda was so innocent I should say then why are they trying to stop these women let them be who they want to be so that to me is like tells me there's an agenda there's, mm. they don't want us to, to look at the other side they want to keep us in the state of of uh, turmoil and you know, we need, we deserve this and we deserve that. And it's just, you know, mm-hmm. I, I don't really know what the reason is, but it's sad.
2: Yeah, that, that is true. That's very uh, pertinent that, yeah, why, why not? If, if, if women have, if, if this is what, uh, you know, in, in the liberal society that we're living in today, if they say, they, they, the, what's the word? The, the rhetoric is that everyone can choose whatever lifestyle they want. But when, why is it when a woman like these ladies, when they're choosing that to be stay-at-home mums and take, you know, take care of the home, they are being criticised? I do remember watching one of them. She's in England, isn't she? Um, and she, uh, she was speaking, saying this again proudly, just saying, like, "I'm a wife, I'm a mum, and that, that's it." And, and she, and the thing is, she wasn't even criticising other women. She's not criticising other women who go out to work or study and have a career. She doesn't do that. But she was being criticised by the other lady who was on there saying, "You're you're sending us back to the dark ages, and you're te- you know you're uh, rewinding women's rights, you know mm-hmm. how you know."
3: And I thought she's not, <laughs> she's not doing that at all. Yeah, actually, if it's the same lady we're talking about, she mm-hmm. was um, interviewed on on the news, like the news media in the UK a lot, and she actually said in one of her posts one day because I follow her, she was. I'm just not going to go on them anymore because she says they tell her we're going to interview you and then when they interview her, they, they t- twist her words. Oh. She said she's not going to do that anymore because they're, they, they're not giving her a fair platform. So mm-hmm. she said we're going to make our own videos and she's going to do her good work. And, you know, she said she doesn't really understand, you know, why they're trying to keep her quiet <laughs> or oh, yeah. make fun of. So just pretty sad, you know. Yeah. So then, um, do,
2: you, do you notice maybe some, t- um, you know, like this this lady's being criticized for, you know, being a, a proud stay-at-home mum and, you know, and traditional wife. Do you notice that a bit in the Muslim community as well, that when we, you know, women who do exactly the same thing as she wants to, they are kind of seen as being a bit either lazy or... I, I don't know they're All criticized for doing that
3: oh yeah definitely I mean sad to say that um I've been criticized a lot because I chose to stay at home I mean not to say I've never had a career I've, I've gone to work um I, I was a teacher and you know even though my kids were in the same school with me those are the kinds of careers I chose where mm-hmm. I leaving my kids with somebody else I was just you know, maybe I'm a little bit more protective. It doesn't mean I'm right, you know, and someone else is wrong. It just means that's how I raise my kids. I wanted to raise them, yeah, and so um meaning that you can still have a career and have your ideals mm-hmm.
2: um,
3: I was in the teaching profession. I never wanted to become a teacher, but I knew that that was something I could have my kids with me. but then, of course, and I know you are one, you were one as well. I was <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm talking about uh, so. Um, but then I found, you know, that was exhausting. And then, um, subhanAllah, um, I mostly did stuff from home. And there's so much you can do from home. And and I think I got just so used to it that it came to a point where I couldn't imagine myself in a corporate environment because just a little bit of being in the teaching environment, I saw the corporate side and it was very cutthroat. And I knew that that's going to change me. I knew that that's going to make me um you it's like if you're in that environment farhats you either in order to exist in that you're going to have to either change and become that or you're going to get smushed
2: Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah
3: i'm sure you understand what i mean yeah Yeah. because you were in that environment it doesn't matter if it's an islamic environment you're working with women it's actually more cutthroat with women because there's a lot of um jealousy and competition in another way So, you know, men have power struggles, but women have, you know, other struggles. So at the same way, I personally thought, oh, working with all women, working in an Islamic environment would be better. But unfortunately, it also has these issues. So I I decided that, you know, for my peace of mind, it's just better to, um, you know, do things. Because I do believe a woman does need to keep her mind busy. Mm -hmm. keep your mind fresh. You have to have hobbies. You have to have goals. You have to have ideals. I'm not saying you just have to be at home. And take care of your husband and your kids. I'm saying that that's important. Put that first, yeah. And then do your other things. So now I lost track of your question. Oh, to- that's okay. Um. So yes. So, so the the criticism then that that oh, when yes. you yeah, okay, I remember now. So um, nowadays you know um, I like back in the time when was maybe when I was growing up. I think my aunt and that was so you know they were traditional. But nowadays I feel that. I am the. I think I'm the only one in my family, or maybe just two of us, that don't have careers. Uh, or, I mean, that don't work outside the house.
2: Mm-hmm. And yeah. Also,
3: um, I'm okay with that, but I've I've been told, you know, that I'm. Too traditional, I've, I'm oppressed, I've been called names and um, by great people I cared about because they just made assumptions about me and, and that I don't have a brain because I chose to. Yeah. In when in actual fact, you know, I think what, what sometimes we forget is that this is so much Ibadah, like this is a form of worship. Yes. This is a, a reward you're gaining. Why are we forgetting that? It's it become so earthly way of thinking. So, you know, again, I blame, and I don't know if I should only if it's the feminists that are doing this to us, or is it, you know, just more, uh, you know, the different kinds of groups that are doing this, and I and I don't know why they're doing it because when you break the family life and you 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 basically, because um, especially the mom, you know, she keeps everything together, she's the glue. And yes the kids will are the future generation those are the dads and the moms and the 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 um the workers and the bosses and they, it comes from that that generation so if she's not thriving then everything breaks apart and the society breaks apart so i don't understand why we 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 our roles are taken so um as if as if it's nothing it's so impactful like when you when i talk about it i get goosebumps it's it's like it's like so profound mm. yeah yeah You're right, it's the
2: value of the mother. It cannot, um, it just cannot be measured that when, because when a mother, you know, uh, when a mother is taken out of family, like I know um, um, some people, some family friends, I know that two family friends, the the mother passed away, and the effect it had, and and, and everyone knows this, the effect it had on um, the family, it, it totally the one you know it just crumbled and um um and you know the effect on the kids you know and so when a mother isn't there you really see um how important and the value of the mother but I think sometimes because mums are always there they're then undervalued but I think for the listeners I think we what we really need to do is we we mustn't undervalue our work and the role that Elle has given us and and the reward that we'll get and then within a marriage you know then uh, again the, the role of the wife is so
3: valuable um you know it maybe i didn't clarify that enough as well but just like a mom has a, has a impact on her children wives have a very big impact on their husbands and again they don't know the impact they have whether that man goes to work and she's at home when he comes to a home that is um tranquil It helps him to be stronger at his efforts. It helps him to want to please that family more, to give them more. If a man comes to a home that's full of turmoil and stress and the woman is stressed and he's stressed, who's going to keep it together? You Mm -hmm. know, I know there's role reversals, but I've never seen anyone have that successfully. Um, You know, maybe I don't know many. It's a very rare thing. But I can tell you something. If your husband is thriving, it's really you backing him up he's your whole life's going to change he he's going to be able to do more because that's just how it is you
0: mm-hmm. know
3: yeah believe yeah. It or not say <laughs> no that's it and and the thing is that uh, it's um I,
2: I just think that if i guess what if one of the main messages of um our discussion today it, that valuing um that it doesn't um society may not value the role of a wife and um but again, Allah does, you know, um, value that. And that, and it's interesting that Allah tells men and husbands to value the wives. So there's, there's a lovely Hadith that I'm sure everyone's heard of before, that the best of you are the best to their families. This is, and the Prophet said, and I'm the best to my family. So the Prophet is telling men, be good to your families. And then there's another really lovely one. The most complete of the believers in faith, Are those with the best character and the best of you are the best in behavior to their women so it's it men are told to be good to the women and women are told wives are told you know husbands be good to your wives and wives be good to your husbands and i think that if we keep reminding ourselves reading those hadith and ayah to kind of lessen the impact of other voices and other influences that's what will inshallah make our marriages stronger you know, but we have to work on
3: it. That, that's the important thing. It's a work in progress. You never have marriage, just like parenting. I, mm. I have to tell myself and I tell many people, it's not like, oh, you, you're working towards this perfect goal of being, you know, having a happy marriage and having a, a perfect parenting experience. It's always going to be a struggle. If you tell yourself that my marriage is going to be work, my my parenting life is going to be work it's a constant effort and the more i put in and the and the greater i um what are my my the best better are my intentions Mm -hmm. then we will aim for that of course with the pleasure of allah so what you put in is what you get out firstly and also um you know just how you take that like how important you make that you know, it's just, it can, it can, like I said, it can make it a joyous thing or it can make it something that's burdensome. You mm. have, to, it's really in your hands how yeah. you go about it. And, and it's a mindset and, you know, Alhamdulillah, like when you figure it out, you realize, oh, okay, I'm not supposed to reach a specific goal. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's true. Um,
2: well, JazakAllah like, It was lovely speaking to you. And, um, you know, you have to come on again soon, inshallah yes inshallah
3: and definitely i'd love to hear more about from your side as well because you've got so much experience with so many things so we're oh. going to make that happen and so just for, for listeners so um
2: if you'd like to zaki's got a lot of you know really lovely blog posts and information and, and free books as well on her website it's www.muslimmommy um that's m-o-m-m-y.com so Definitely check that out, okay? So inshallah we'll speak again soon, Zakia. Aslam alaykum. This episode is brought to you by Farhatameen.com, a website that specializes in Islamic stickers, Muslim activity books, as well as Ramadan and e-decorations. Wholesale and reseller inquiries are also welcome. So visit farhatameen.com today.